0: Welcome to On The Prowl. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of On The Prowl. I'm Robert Rowe. And I'm Ramey Johnson. Thank you for listening to us today. Today on this episode, we have former University of Memphis Titan standout, Joey Magnifico, with us.
1: What's so, hey, up, Joey, how you how Joey you welcome to the show. Appreciate you having me. Appreciate you having me.
0: We wanted to have you on this week because tomorrow is the Temple game, and last year, of course, it was the he-caught-it game. So tell us more about that moment and how the sideline all knew you caught it, but the refs didn't. Man, it was a
1: crazy time. Uh, I mean, I came down with the catch. They called it a catch on the field, so we all – they called a timeout, so we are out there just talking in the huddle. We all knew it was a catch, but uh, they came back and said it was reverse. So, I mean, it was it was a bad time, but, I mean, it worked out in the end. Yeah.
0: Well, you're coming off of a great year. Your team went to the Cotton Bowl. Y'all won a conference championship. Talk more to us about what that means for a team who's never been to a Cotton Bowl.
1: Uh, it's just good for the program. I mean, for recruiting and everything. Uh, you know, when I first got there in 2015, it was already coming up on the rise. And then throughout my five years there, it just it blew up. And now uh, Memphis is one of the top programs in the country.
2: For sure. How does it feel to be an important part of the team? Because, I mean, everybody in Memphis knows the name Joey Magnifico. So how does it feel?
1: Uh, I mean, just growing up here, it feels good. I mean, we're like a little hometown hero, you can say, I guess. Uh, I mean, just being a part of those great teams. uh, There are so many good players on the team. So, I mean, it it was enough to go around for everybody. Well, you played here in Memphis
0: at SBA. You played a bunch of positions and said you played linebacker, receiver, fullback, DE, and even long snapper. What made you want to make tight in your permanent position at Memphis when you arrived on campus your freshman year?
1: I was really getting recruited for, uh, I thought I was going to go to college for linebacker for the longest. Uh, but every time I we went to camps and stuff, everybody was saying we used use H-back to tie down. So when I got to Memphis, I I walked on and I looked at the positions what I thought I could be, you know, best at, for, and it was tied in and then the rest is history.
2: Growing up in Memphis, like Robert mentioned, what made you decide to become a Memphis Tiger?
1: I mean, I had a little, like, small college offers. I had one from Cincinnati that they took away probably a month before signing day. And then uh, Coach Fuente had just called me and said I could walk on and just from being from hometown and... Knowing my family would have my back I just ended up staying here. Was it a dream come true to become a Memphis Tiger? Definitely was definitely was.
0: Yeah I bet it seems fun to be a part of that team nowadays. Oh yeah for sure. Especially playing in that packed stadium now.
1: Oh yeah. It seems yeah, like exactly. a blast.
2: How were your playing years? How how would you say your career was with the Memphis Tigers?
1: Uh, I think my class was the most winningest class in, in Tiger history so I mean, it was it was a joy. I know everybody in uh, Memphis in the locker room and stuff were all like brothers, and still keep up to this day. So, I mean, it was once in a lifetime dream for me to uh, play, and I did it. So, if you had to pick, what would been what have been your favorite
0: memory while you were on the team? Uh,
1: I mean, there's a lot of them, but uh, either the championship this past year or uh, the, the game day this past year, those two two games stand out to me the most.
2: Oh yeah, those those games were special. I mean, I was at both, and the game day, that was just electric. Everyone was getting there super early. I got there about 7.30, and man, all day, just Tiger football. It was so fun. Yeah,
0: I stood over there by oh, yeah. Suki O'Sullivan's, and I couldn't see anything, but I just heard the Kirk Herb Street and Corso and everybody. It was a blast.
2: And, oh, yeah. and then the Antonio Gibson kickoff return, TD, to start the second
1: half. Dude, that place was fired up. Oh, yeah, that was loud. Uh, I'm getting chills thinking
0: about it right now. But no, I, both, I missed it. I was coming back from getting popcorn or something. And as I was walking up my stairwell to get back to my seat, it was happening.
2: How would you say the bond is about the team? Like, I know you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but, like, what makes the bonds of the Memphis Tiger football team so special?
1: Uh, I mean, you're always together in the locker room, and then outside of that, like Memphis, you know, it's a small city, small yeah. big city, and so I mean, and you you really just go out after practice and hang out with the guys still. So I mean, you're really around them 24/7 throughout the whole entire year, and then you bond it just it just clicks. What life lessons
0: have you learned from playing the game of football?
1: Uh, just not everything in life's handed to you. You know, I'm saying you got to go out there and get it. Uh, it's being a walk on. Nothing there been handed to me. So, I mean, you know, adversity causes people to either uh, fail or break. So, I mean, you got to keep pushing. That's one thing I learned from football, just keep grinding.
2: What would you say your personal best game is in your in your career, whether that be high school, college, whatever?
1: Shoot. Uh, I mean, I've had some of my high school games are pretty good. I mean, I had broke like five touchdowns in one game. Mm-hmm. Uh but I think the most memorable game for me is probably the SMU, like my sophomore year. I had two, two touchdowns, but it was like 24 to like 12 game. It was pretty close to the end. Who would been your like the guy on the team that makes you
0: just laugh? Uh
1: there's a lot of them. Uh Lamonte Cox is one of them. Um my boy Des Hawkins, he played D line last year. He he's probably one of the funniest guys you'll ever meet in your life. But uh, I mean, you got a lot of characters in that uh, locker room.
0: When you arrived at Memphis, you were with Paxton Lynch, correct? Yeah, he was a quarterback still. So. And you went all the way through Brady White, I believe. Ooh. Do you believe that Memphis can win another championship?
1: No, uh, no, they'll have a championship. You know, all the younger guys are coming in and filling the roles. And now uh, that's the thing about Memphis. You got people on, that were on practice squad last year. They are playing this year. They're doing a huge part in the game. So, I mean. You really got nothing but athletes on that team. And whenever somebody gets their chance to shine, they're going to shine. So I feel yeah. like they're still going to be a top powerhouse for uh, years to come. Especially, like, this season. Like, even though we had that one
2: loss to SMU, a lot of teams have lost. Like, there's only, like, 12 undefeated teams in the nation. So, I mean, it's really up for grabs. We oh, yeah. can definitely We can definitely take it. So what would you say is the inspiration behind 86? Maybe it's just a number that was given to you or, like, there's, like, a special meaning behind it.
1: No, so I was I was number three in high school. Huh. And then when I got to Memphis, obviously I wasn't going to wear number three because Anthony Miller was here.
2: Yeah,
1: And so they gave me 86, and my whole family got jerseys and stuff, so it kind of stuck with me. I never uh, changed it since.
0: Did you have like a mindset or a goal when you played for the Tigers that you wanted to accomplish?
1: I mean, I always wanted to get that catching record uh, just because when I first got here, Alan Cross is here, and he's the one that holds it. Uh, and so when I broke it last year, I mean, he was a GA with us. So I got to just, you know, kind of celebrate with him. And, and he always wanted nothing but the best for me, too. So, I mean, that's something I was always going for. I know that you
2: weren't really able to play with him that much. But, I mean, I know he he wasn't like the head coach at the time. But what, what, was your, what were your thoughts when uh, Ryan Silverfield was promoted to head coach?
1: Uh, I thought it was a good move. Uh, I mean, during practice, we'd have to go with the O-line. So I'm pretty familiar with him. I think he'll be a great coach. Like, obviously, you see what he's doing, uh, a little different philosophy. But other than that, I think he's getting the recruits in, and, and he's carrying Memphis where he used to be still. So.
0: That comeback win last Saturday was awesome. Oh yeah. oh,
1: yeah.
0: That was had me on the edge of my couch, nail-biting. Oh, yeah. That was scary. Oh, yeah. Well, Joey, is there anything you'd like to say to our listeners today before we wrap this up?
1: Uh, stay tuned this Saturday for Temple game and uh, I mean, go Tigers. Appreciate y'all having me on here.
0: Appreciate you coming on, man. Can y'all do two things for us? One, like and subscribe. Two, be sure to share with friends, family, and loved ones. And also follow us on all social media. Our username is at on the prowl nine zero one. Again, at on the prowl nine zero one. Go follow us, like and subscribe, leave a follow. I'm Robert
1: Roden
0: I'm
2: Amy Johnson. Love you guys. Peace.
1: Don't forget to join us next time on The Proud. With the boys, yeah, we swoops, yeah, we swoops. And we got them high clocks, and we'll shoot, and we'll shoot
2: with the Mercedes Benz in the coop, in the
1: coop. And this shit's so
2: fing hard, it's on loop.